You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. One hour gone, one hour to go. Mm-hmm. But we are glad you are with us here on Real Presence Live because this is going to be an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. We had a fantastic hour right before this as we talked with Dan DeMattei, host of Beyond Damascus, about that new show coming to Real Presence Radio now on Friday mornings from 10 to 11 Central. We talked about the book of Judges. We talked about moral relativism and what it is when we become our own king and we become our own savior and how there's a call to action really for diving into a Eucharistic encounter and how we can get that through the year of the Eucharist, the Eucharistic revival that we're currently a part of. So I want to encourage you, check out that podcast if you missed any of it, not for our sake, but for yours, because there's a lot of great messages that can really help you grow and to encounter Christ in a new way, especially in this year. I really believe that there's special graces that the Lord is providing in this year. Yeah, I think I think the year the, the Eucharistic revival these next couple of years is is really a summons, a divinely providential summons for us to go deep into the the Eucharistic heart of Jesus because there is the answer, there's the solution for the the hurts that we are experiencing personally, individually, as well as societally. Um, that that's what He's given us as a response to you know what seems like the, the creeping uh, grip of death, basically, you know. Right. He wasn't joking when he said he was the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't an analogy for something. No. <laughs> it, uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, just him, just, Everything you know. else is the analogy. Exactly. So, check out that podcast. All right, as I mentioned, we have a great hour coming up. We'll get to our get- first guest in just a moment, Andy Griffith, but I do want to remind you that in the, the last half of the show, we have Jason Everett on to talk about gender dysphoria and how to protect our kids from the lies that are being sold. And I, I want to offer just the disclaimer that this will be a really good segment, but it's probably not for younger ears. So if you have an opportunity to move the kids out of the room for that segment, otherwise just come back and listen to the podcast, which will be available later today or early tomorrow. It's going to be a great program uh, a great interview, but certainly a, a sensitive topic mm-hmm. yeah. for uh, for a younger audience, but an important one to talk about nonetheless. Speaking of important topics to yeah. talk about, Roe versus Wade, Brad. Oh, um, wow. I honestly, I, I never thought I would see the overturning of Roe versus mm-hmm. Wade uh, and add to that Planned Parenthood versus Casey yeah. in my lifetime. Well, it's been the entirety of both of our lives. We've yeah. lived under this law of the land for the entirety of our lives, you know, um, and so it is, it's an incredible, remarkable thing, a starting point. It really so, is. Yeah. And so we're seeing big waves, both on the pro-life side and on the pro-choice side. Uh, we see around us, we may hear, hear news reports about uh, the violence mm-hmm. that is occurring, um, you know, the targeting of Supreme Court justices, uh, right. you know, the, the attacks, the vandalism on pregnancy health centers. Of Elizabeth Warren uh, declared an all-out war on pregnancy crisis centers. Um, and so there, there might be a question of what can we do? Mm-hmm. You know, as Catholic Christians, what can we do in this post-Roe era? What is our call? What is our role mm-hmm. 
And I think a really great guy to talk about that is Andy Griffith. He founded Pro-Life Man, and we have him on with us this morning to talk about that. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing good. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as we begin, talk a little bit about Pro-Life Man. What is it? Why did you found it? And um, what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. So first to clarify, yes, my name really is Andy Griffith. These guys aren't uh, pulling, pulling your leg, not pulling, pulling a prank on you. If and I could whistle, I'd start me. whistling right now. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, I, I would take that. I enjoy that song. It's a great song, great show. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I founded, I started Pro-Life Man uh, in the middle of 2018. And so Pro-Life Man has two main missions. Number one, uh, is to encourage men to be a voice for preborn sons and daughters. And we purposely use that language of preborn sons and daughters because we feel that it rehumanizes the child in the womb. Mm. It's not just a bob of tissue. It's not just a parasite. It's not a toad or an amphibian. It is scientifically, from the moment of conception, a son or a daughter. Um, also using that language of sons and daughters, kind of, if, if nothing else, in the back of your head, sublimity puts a message that there's also a father involved, because every son and daughter has both a mother and a father. And so often this, the messaging around abortion is just focused on just the women, and that's rightfully so, and we should focus on them, but also know that it does take two to tango mm-hmm. and to make a child, and there is a father involved as well. So that's mission number one, encourage men to be a voice for preborn sons and daughters. Mission number two is to provide help and healing for men grieving abortion. And this is something that not a lot of people have realized, both men and women. They haven't realized that this is something that men do need, that men do suffer uh, post-abortion, whether they wanted the decision or didn't want the abortion, um, they, they do suffer. So in a nutshell, that's pro-life man. Mm, beautiful. I mean, that's such, as you say, such a needed resource um, because there are so many people that are damaged and hurt and some are more, um, I guess, in, in, the, in the spotlight there. But uh, as a dad, gosh, if my fatherhood is ever attacked, it is, it is such a painful, painful reality. And I've experienced that uh, very powerfully in my life. And so it, uh, what a necessary uh, res- resource, uh, mission, um, effort that, you're, that you put forward here, Andy. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. So when we think about the Roe versus Wade decision, you know, I mentioned all of the things that are happening around us right now as a result. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's like a Satan is giving all he can based on this decision, which obviously is a, is a great decision, a win for the Lord. And of course, he's not going to like it. And we see that played out. But, you know, I think one of the things that we have to keep in mind is we don't want to wage war back in the way that they're waging war. And we certainly don't want to escalate the the situation. So, you know, as Catholic Christians, what is our role? How do we, how do we take the fight to them without getting violent, without stooping to their level? And really, you know, when we talk about, uh, being a Catholic Christian, you know, we certainly don't want to sin in this effort. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my biggest thing that I implore, especially men, to do is something that I call the no longer silent mandate. Uh, if you've been on our website at all, you'll see this tagline called no longer silent. And I came up with that, and that was actually the whole reason that I founded Pro-Life Man, is I personally 
couldn't stand to be silent on this topic of abortion any longer in my life. And I wanted to do more, and I wanted to get involved more. So that's why I launched Pro-Life Man, and my biggest mission is to encourage men, other men, to also be no longer silent on this issue, because men have been successfully silenced on this topic with the arguments, you know, like, no uterus, no opinion, you know, my body, my choice, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to come headlong against that argument and say, no, men, it's okay for you to have a voice. It's okay for you to want to protect these preborn sons and daughters. And so my mandate to everyone is to be no longer silent on this issue. And what I mean by that is when this topic comes up just in everyday conversation, don't be afraid to engage in the conversation. Don't be afraid to speak up. You know, whether it's at work or if it's at home or, or you know, a family gathering or, or even at church. You know, we can often, you know, want to be kind and not want to be put in an awkward situation and not want to ruffle feathers and not want to cause an argument. But on the other hand of that is these babies' lives are worth your voice speaking up for them. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you don't have to be belligerent and get all crazy and get loud and screaming obscenities and stuff like that. But also don't be silent. And this topic comes up, and people are like, oh, yeah, you know, we need abortion. Challenge that. Well, why? And, and th- doesn't science show us that life begins at conception? And if so, isn't that then worth protecting? And isn't it worth giving that person the right to life from the moment of conception? Um, and so that's, that's my mandate. Don't be silent on this topic. Um, they're worth it. Their lives are worth you speaking up. And you will not regret it. That's one of the biggest things that when I think about this topic and when it can be awkward to bring it up, is me standing before the Father at the end of my life. And that is, am I going to be proud when I stand before the Lord at the end of my life? Am I going to be proud for what I did for mm-hmm. babies in the womb? You know, and I want to be proud. I want to stand tall before Him. And so that's how I make my decisions when approaching this topic is, am I going to be proud by not speaking up? Of course not. I'm, I'm going to be proud when I spoke up, even if it got... Uh, awkward, even if people got mad at me and I lost friendships. I'm still going to be proud when I stand before my Creator at the end of my life. So, when somebody does bring up, you're a man, you have no right to talk about it, what do you say? Mm-hmm. How, how, how can you defend your position as a man that you do have a right to talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. So, for me, it all comes down to the fact that scientifically it is a human life from the moment of conception. It's not a tadpole. It's not a baby cheetah. It is a human life from that moment. All the DNA that's necessary to grow this human being is right there at the moment of conception. And if it's left alone in the mother's womb, it will grow to eventually being born and become, you know, uh, a baby outside of the womb. And so, if it's a if it's a life, you know, when we say an abortion gets rid of something, well, what does it get rid of? Well, it gets rid of a human life. And so now, this is no longer just a woman's issue. This is a human being issue and a moral issue. And so, as a man, I have a right, and and I'd say a calling, to speak up on moral issues that we're facing today. I love it, Andy Griffith, who is the founder of Pro Life Man is visiting with us this morning on Real Presence Live. We're talking about not just pro-life men, but what we can do in this post-Roe America, especially as men. And we're going to continue this conversation right after the break, so stay with us. We'll be right back on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live as we continue our discussion with Andy Griffith. Yes, his name is Andy Griffith, and he founded Pro-Life Man. And uh, we're very excited to be visiting with him. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Brad Gray. Brad Gray, the B-Squad. That is us. That's right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What more could be said? What more should be said? You know, uh, Brad, I get the loop Mm -hmm, by Catholic Vote, which kind of sends out a a list of important stories that they think you should know about every day. And um, this morning, they sent out... uh, Another Monday morning loop, and uh, I always scroll through it and, and read it, but I stopped at one image that they had in, and uh, it was just like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Here's the image. It's from Live Action, Lila Rose, fantastic. If you haven't ever heard of Lila Rose and Live Action, please check her out. She's doing amazing work. But this was one of their uh, memes that they created. On Mars, a single cell would be considered life. Hmm. A single cell on Mars would be considered life. And we look at the abortion debate around us. Mm -hmm. Again, it kind of goes back to that word insanity. Mm -hmm. And so this is what we're talking about this morning. And here's what I love, is that this is not just a Catholic effort. Mm -hmm. This is an ecumenical effort. If you are a Christian, this should be a very important cause that you get involved with. And Andy Griffith, founder of Pro-Life Man, 
is really encouraging men to go forward and be a voice. And not just that, to also share the message that men need healing from an abortion. Now, they may not have had the abortion, of course, right? But in some way, they've been involved. Mm -hmm. As Andy was saying, maybe they supported it. Maybe they were against it. Right. There are deep wounds and deep hurts that need healing. Yeah. So, Andy, thanks for staying with us. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be on. You know, before we went to break, we were talking about what men can say when the argument is thrown back at them. You're a man. You have no say. So, when we're talking about being a voice, what are some of the other things that men should be talking about in really, really encouraging and being leaders in the pro-life movement. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when, when they say we don't have a voice, that's where I, I, I always steer it to the science, because they have no response to that. And so you can say, it's, it's my body, my choice. Well, actually, it's not your body. Mm-hmm. Your body's not what's being aborted. What, what is being aborted? Okay, let, let's look at that. And then when we drill down, again, it comes back to it's a human life. So it's not your body, therefore it's not your, your choice. Your body isn't ending up in the dumpster at the end of the at the end of the abortion. Someone else's body is. It's your child's body, and so that's that's our approach. And, and like you said, we're we're calling all men at pro life men, right? So we are non sectarian, non denominational, and we don't we don't make any um, claims or pushes for one denomination or over the other. We want all men to become pro life and to be a voice for preborn sons and daughters. Um, and so if you go on our website, you'll see that, you know, and, and you talk about wonderful memes that Live Action makes. They do make awesome memes. But also, I have to t- pat myself on the back. We make some pretty good memes as well. <laughs> and, and they're usually, you know, more male-focused to kind of sure. get the, the, the men really feeling, you know, the urge to be no longer silent. And so we do themes, and, like, we did Lord of the Rings week theme mm. of, wow. of memes, cool. and, and we do Marvel super- superheroes and stuff like that. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, Andy, you know, you had mentioned how one of your missions, um, you have the twofold mission, and the second one was to be a source of healing for men suffering from abortion. What do you do? I mean, like, how do you respond to that? Because, again, uh, the man is oftentimes overlooked in the whole question yeah. of abortion and the hurts and the wounds from that. But, gosh, that, that, cuts, that cuts deep, right? So how do, you, how do you respond to that? Yeah, so we developed a program called Fort Hope. Um, and, you know, as part of our male masculine theme, we, you know, we have a, a lot of military themes within our theme because, um, you know, it feels much more masculine. And that's one criticism I've had of the pro-life movement is it's not been very masculine. It's been very, very feminine, which is fine, but we also need a masculine side as well. Mm-hmm. So we developed Fort Hope, and right now in its infancy stages, we just launched it this past January. And men can go on our website and fill out a contact form to, to get in touch with us. Or they can email us directly at hope at prolifeman.org. And so when they reach out to us, we'll be in contact with them within 48 hours. Mm. And we've developed our own proprietary healing pro- uh, program that's all gospel-centered and gospel-based. Um, and, you know, there's like 10 pages worth of steps that we walk these men through. Um, and like I said, it, the goal is for them to receive healing from Jesus Christ. And the reason Fort Hope is gospel-centered and gospel-based is because I don't know how to provide healing for someone outside of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and 
So that's our program. We walk them through that. We try to get them connected with a local church wherever they're at, you know, because we're a nationwide ministry and men contact us from all over the nation. And so we will contact several local churches in their area, give the men the contact information to those churches so they can hopefully go on their own. But if not, we also reach out to pastors and priests in the area and say, hey, you know, Mr. Smith is in your area. He's struggling for post-abortive grief. We've walked him through our healing program. But we know the goal or the key to long-term healing is being connected with, with a local Christian community. And so that's why we reach out to those churches and priests as well and say, here, maybe you can reach out and, you know, make sure that the healing continues moving forward into the future. I'm on this webpage, and there's some pretty sad statistics here that I'd like to share with our listeners this morning. One of them is 90% of men consider the day of an abortion to be one of the most stressful days of their lives. The other one, two-thirds of men surveyed who were the fathers of aborted children felt guilt. Over one-third felt regret. And an important note here is that Fort Hope is a healing program for men by men, which Mm -hmm. is what you were talking about. But how do we, Andy, get men in touch with these feelings of guilt, these feelings of regret, regret, because they could be buried quite deeply and calloused over. You know, there could be a lot of anger. There, there could be a lot of other things to have to work through before we get to those points of what are they actually truly feeling. So how do we get there? Yeah, it's really tough with men in particular. You know, women are much more out there with their feelings, tend to wear their feelings on their sleeve and if someone offers help, they're much more willing to, you know, run towards that help. Where men, we tend to bottle stuff up inside. And so um, we we go through, as part of our healing program, we go through examples of unhealthy coping mechanisms like alcoholism, like, you know, being addicted to some sort of drug or pornography, you know, even being addicted to work, you know, mm-hmm. and just working endlessly and not spending time with family and friends. That can be an, an unhealthy coping mechanism. So often as we're walking through these things and giving these examples, these men are, are able to recognize and realize, oh, yeah, wow, that's why I've done this for decades. It's because this, this abortion never got off my mind. And that's what sticks with me the most is the vast majority of the men that are reaching out to us, they had the abortion not last year, not a few years ago, but decades and decades mm-hmm. ago. And it still is heavy on their mind and still is heavy on their heart. Our most recent man that reached out to us, uh, an elderly gentleman, uh, post-abortive 53 years ago. Wow. And when he started to tell the story, he, he couldn't even get into his story. He just started sobbing. Mm. The man before him, he was 41 years post-abortive, two abortions, and his current wife of 38 years, he never has told her about those two abortions mm. because of the amount of shame that he feels. And he felt that he was afraid that if he told his wife, she'd leave him. A very unrealistic fear if you ask me but that's how abortion impacts mm. not just men but everyone but it's 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 this long-term thing that you don't get over mm-hmm. you know this is serious yeah speaking of uh, a long-term thing andy i i want to just shift it slightly but you've been working in the pro-life ministry for a long time now this has been as as we said earlier brandon and i we've lived under it our whole lives many most of our listeners have this has been the rule the law of the land for their whole lives yeah. Tell me what it was like for you hearing the overturning of Roe v. Wade, and like, what does that what does that mean to you? What is what's the significance in your mind? Yeah, uh, it, it's wild. It's it's still almost surreal, and it almost feels like it didn't really happen. You know, 
like you guys were saying, you've had this your entire life. I'm a, I'm a young man. I'm 34 years old. I've known nothing outside of Rosie Wade, you know. Right. And so I remember I was actually mowing grass on my lawn when all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up and I'm getting all these texts and emails and people are calling me. You know, in the first couple texts and emails, I ignored because I'm mowing my grass. i got to get my grass mowed. You know? <laughs> Come on, people. you gotta, you got to recognize <laughs> men's priorities, right? we got to yes. make that lawn look good. All right? So then, but then I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I'm like, all right, geez, people, like, what the heck is going on? You know, and then I see Roe v. Wade's overturn, you know, and I just shut the mower down and I just sat there and sobbed. Hmm. You know, and it's just like such this relief. And, and like a good friend of mine um, put it, it feels like uh, an intense curse has been lifted off of our land. Mm, yeah. And while we're seeing ugly things from the other side, and that's happening, it still feels like a heavy curse, a heavy burden has been just lifted off of our land. Yeah, 100%. You know, uh, for those listening, I really want to encourage you to visit the website prolifeman.org. This is where you can learn more about Pro-Life Man and how you can get involved. Also, if you are a man grieving abortion, I encourage you to visit prolifeman.org slash Fort Hope. Prolifeman.org slash Fort Hope, where you can fill out a form, or you can email hope at prolifeman.org. Again, uh, very important to work through those wounds to be able to find healing. Here's another thing I love just here in the last 30 seconds. You have t-shirts, Andy. You got t-shirts on the website. They're 20 bucks and they're awesome. Pro-life dad, pro-life warrior, defend the weak, life is the way, pro-life American, no longer silent. So if you want to support this in, in a very simple way, just go buy one of these t-shirts and wear this t-shirts. Wear that message loud and proud. Yeah, absolutely. We had to bring some masculine t-shirts to the pro-life movement. No more pink pro-life t-shirts. <laughs> we're cool. We're, we're, we're confident in our masculinity and all that. I get that. But I want a pro-life warrior t-shirt. Am I right? Yeah. Amen, brother. Absolutely. I will be buying one of these t-shirts to wear them because they're awesome. So, Andy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for being on with us today. We really appreciate your time. Yes, yes. Phenomenal. Thank you for your work that you're doing too, man. It's so important. Yeah, thank you both. God bless. God bless you. All right, we got to head to a break, but stay with us because when we continue, Jason Everett is going to be on with us and we're going to talk about the debate over gender and how Mm. we can protect our kids, how we can protect our families. There's a serious attack on it and we are going to talk about that when real presence live continues stay with us live engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network 